Alright, heads I win, tails you lose. Mmm. Mega boo. Gentlemen, I feel 100% better. What if his glasses were just banging tits? Yeah. We need to send those <laughs> chimps back where they belong. Were you always this old timey? Yes, let's say for sake of argument I was. I propose a space train! That would be a program I would watch. Mega Proudly broadcasting from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Los Angeles, this is Megaboom Radio, the only show whose hydrophobia only comes out in the rain. With me, as always, my good friend Noah Kaufman. It is raining here in New York right now, and I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. It's a beautiful day in Los Angeles where Lars and I are. Oh, whatever. You guys are going to die of drought soon anyway. Yeah. Hello, Lars. You didn't give me an intro. <laughs> what the hell? I'm sitting here just waiting. It's like I don't know how to speak unless I'm properly introduced. And Lars Kenseth, everyone, all oh, the way from God. Brentwood. Whew. It's Lars Kenseth oh. coming into the studio hot, ready for the action. Yeah. Probably his mind hot. is feeling addled, Lars, because of all of the drought-related amnesia he's getting. <laughs> That's true. The dryness does get to Brent. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun things on the docket for today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, special pizza boxes, some hilarious jokes that John <laughs> Boehner is playing on himself in I his career. I just wish you stopped yeah. the hilarious jokes. <laughs> it's our version of the Prairie Home Companion joke show. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to check in with Dusty and Lefty mm-hmm. see how the life of the cowboys I don't know is if treating you guys these cowboys. People might know that I'm a big fan of Prairie Home Companion, and I don't know what's going to happen to it when Garrison Keillor hangs him up in the next month or two for good. But And by hangs him up, you mean his jowls, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, if you listen to the joke show, which they do once or twice a year from beginning to end, mm-hmm. like 70% of the jokes are about people, old Norwegian people having sex with each other. Yes. Yep. Yeah, this is what we should play for the terrorists when we capture them. <laughs> this should be a rendition. Because honestly, they're, they're not even funny, which is the best part about it. No, well, it is funny to think about old Norwegian people having sex with each other. Just the image Yeah, but I think that about that conscious. all the time anyway. So like, why do I need a show dedicated mm-hmm. to that? Someday um, you will be an, be an old Norwegian old person North. having sex. <laughs> then I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, you got to love Ollie and Lena jokes. My favorite Ollie and Lena joke of all time is Lena goes to the store to get some birth control, but accidentally buys a bottle of sugar pills, and now (laughs) she's got the sweetest baby in the whole time. I'm going to fucking kill you. That's are they called? Is this like their punch and Judy for old Norwegian people? Yeah, yeah Wait, you don't is. know Ali and Lena jokes? No. Oh, in Wisconsin, Ali and Lena jokes have a rich history. I grew up about a, around a bunch of drunk Irish and Italian people. Ah, uh, you probably didn't have them. Oh, no. so you probably have Seamus and Mario jokes? Yeah, Seamus and Mario. <laughs> I love Seamus and Mario. There's one hilarious tale I could tell you where Seamus returns home from a three day bender. And punches Mario in the face. <laughs> On another <Sorry>. humorous. <laughs> we'll we'll add the laugh track in post. <laughs> Speaking of Seamus and Mario, mostly Mario, in Brooklyn, a company called Vinny's Pizza. I don't know, Noah, if you've had their pizza before. <laughs> An organization known as Vinny's Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Which say, if, more... if ever there was a mob front, it's probably Vinny's Pizza. <laughs> Brent, the you're like cabal the ball known as Vinny's Pizza. You're like the be- you're like the Ben Carson of uh, <laughs> of white people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait till you see what my belt buckle can do. Because <laughs> his could deflect knives. Mine just fastens my belt. <laughs> Vinny's Pizza in Brooklyn. As a, for fun, for a laugh, mm-hmm. created a pizza box made out of a pizza. So you see, it's a pizza box that's it's, it's a big a, pizza yeah. folded with another pizza inside it. Yes, that's... What? Yes, well, see, normally a pizza box is made out of cardboard. Right. Keeps the pizza warm, keeps people's greasy hands off it when it's being delivered to you. Mm-hmm. This way, it's the box made out of pizza. So you know how, like, you put a pizza box in the back seat of your car, the pizza stays warm, and you don't get greasy pizza all over the back seat of your car? I understand that. Now your pizza gets cold, and you get greasy pizza all over the back seat of your car. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that's, Pizza box. That's nice. Well... This is very confusing. All the fun of just delivering a pizza to people. I do have familiarity with Vinny's Pizza because... You do. You know these people. Well, they first exploded onto the stupid pizza scene maybe a month ago when they made a pizza that was topped with other smaller pizzas. Oh. So they're kind of like the Pizza Hut in Dubai of Brooklyn. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Or they're... (laughs) I'm saying that in reference to the to their crown pizza. Do you guys remember? Yeah, the crown pizza pizza that had little burgers inside it. So I have no idea if these pizzas are good. If you have to do something like topping your pizza with other pizzas in order to try to sell a pizza, my guess is that your pizza might not be of that high a quality. I feel like the fact that they're doing this in Brooklyn, like I could see this in Texas or some Mm. dumb place like that. Sorry, Texas. Sorry, not sorry, but I feel like this these guys would be reviled in Brooklyn because there's good pizza to be had, and people care about pizza. There are a lot of transplants in Brooklyn, Lars. A lot of people coming mm. in from all over the country, all over the world. I don't like it. I a don't like it at all. And Lena's just don't want them fucking their way into Get pizza. Back on the ship. Brooklyn. Let me put on my tall Victorian era hat. And tell you to get back to your ships because we've got enough of you. We've got our pizza figured out. We finally figured out what we like, and we don't need any more, mm-hmm. you know, ingredients in this in this melting pot. Lars, I'm Thank surprised. You very much. I'm surprised you're able to speak calmly about this at all. This seems like the sort of pizza faux pas that would make you outraged. The thing, I think I'm in shock right now. Like I don't really know if it's real. I haven't quite come to terms with it. I'm in the bargaining phase of. Uh, trying to figure this one out and remember too you guys this is a pizza organization pizza's really only a small part of what they're really up to. oh they got fingers in all sorts of pies not just pizza pies <laughs> welcome to mega boom everyone and we'll have other humorous jokes like that throughout the program uh-huh. next and now it's time for nerd news with noah oh, nerd news good <laughs> glasses Noah, tell us about Klingons and Paramount Pictures. Klingons, for those who don't know, are um, a a fictional race of aliens. Is it safe to say that they're a fictional race of aliens? Yeah. Yeah. There's no proof that they exist that we know of yet. Still waiting. Mm -hmm. And they speak a language called Klingon. How convenient. Which, if you've ever heard Mm -hmm. someone speak, it sounds like sort of a a mix of... um, German and, and I don't know, German and pooping. 
It's very complicated and very guttural. Yeah. And sometime last year, someone produced a Star Trek fan film. So we've moved on from fan fiction to fan films. And in this fan film... Already upset. (laughs) In this fan film, there were people speaking Klingon. Mm. Now, there are a lot of... Klingons. There are a lot of people who have gone to the trouble of learning Klingon. And Klingon itself was created by a linguist from the University of Virginia. I think the University of Virginia. And linguist, uh, just for the people who don't know, is a virgin, a a, vir- a lifelong virgin, is yes, what we're saying? Yes, that's it. Okay, correct. Got it. Mm-hmm. Has never seen uh, the opposite sex as genitals, or right. same sex as genitals, if that's what they would be into, if they could be. Indeed. But of course they can't A be. linguist. A linguist. Go on, Noah. So... Paramount Pictures became involved in a lawsuit over the use of Klingon because they said they owned Klingon. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is Klingon is a language, so you can't own a language. It would be like if British people came up to you and said, we're going to sue you for speaking in English right now. We own English. We own the copyright on English, and every time you say a word like copyright, you have to pay us $50. Mm-hmm. Now, we can all agree that we ruthlessly stole the English language from the English. Right. But we've made improvements to it. Yeah. And I think if you look at patent law, if you make substantial improvements to the design, it does qualify as a new patent. So in the case of English, I don't know. I think we're in the clear. But so Paramount and the other holders of Star Trek copyrights are now put in a position of having to insist that Klingons are made up and that people who think that, uh, who, who take Klingon seriously and say that it is a language that people can speak, and people do. If you've ever been to a Star Trek convention, people just hang out and chat in Klingon. Mm-hmm. They have to say that, that it's made up and that people who do that are engaging in uh, something fictitious. Treason. Yes, treason. Hollywood treason. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it is. And we're going to rouse them out, and then they're going, you know, it's sad that these people have to live in the shadows is really what it is. I also think this language that is so much a part of their their lives and culture. If Paramount really wants to, like, give back to the fans and show what's important to them, Why would they want the community that, that, that appreciates them. This is a great way to do it. We want you to buy more Dahmer and Greg. <laughs> buy more Dahmer and Greg series. We got all these DVD Blu-rays sitting around. <laughs> If you do that, then maybe we'll talk. You know, I don't with, think so. <laughs> with all of the remakes going on on TV, a Dahmer and Greg remake of Dharma and Greg. <laughs> How did I not Greg, see that on Mad where, TV? Where Greg gets gets married to a man uh, who happens to be a serial killer, um, a wacky serial killer, free spirited serial oh, killer. Yeah. And you'll never guess what's in his fridge this week on Dahmer and Greg. Next. And now it's time for Megaboom's Big News Story of the Week. Big (laughs) News Story of the Week. Uh, Today's Big News Story of the Week is so good. What? Noah, I know you haven't been here for a couple shows, but Lars and I have been having a great time talking about what a piece of garbage Ted Cruz is. And I know that's a popular opinion. Everybody's saying how awful he is. And there's a game of one-upsmanship of who can say the most awful thing. But I'd like to say... 
that that's now over because John Boehner has said the most awful thing you can say about another person, and he said it in public on record. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to fight anymore to see who can say the worst thing about Ted Cruz because we all can agree Ted Cruz is awful. And he's kind of like if Aquaman had no personality and just was a weird, greasy guy who hung out with fish and then ran for president. Aquaman doesn't have a personality. Ah, well then, Ted Cruz is Aquaman. I've got a now. That's the worst you. thing you can say about someone. <laughs> it's almost like he saw Aquaman look really cool and run in the water, right? And then Ted Cruz said to himself on the beach while he's building his his sandcastle, "I want to be Aquaman too." <laughs> and he runs into the water and he stays down there long enough so that your face swells up with water yep. and you get really waterlogged. Mm-hmm. And then you come out and you're kind of all like squinty and fat-faced. Well, he always looks like he's dripping. Yeah. But the worst thing that one can say about a person in public... Now, everyone's banding about, ah, Trump's Hitler, Obama's Hitler. Hitler, who cares? So last year. Let's get <laughs> fucking <laughs> biblical with this. Oh. John Boehner said that Ted Cruz was Lucifer in the flesh, (laughs) which is great. He was weeping openly while he did this. I think he was recorded from a tanning bed somewhere in Mm -hmm. Maryland. But he said, Ted Cruz is Lucifer in the flesh and the meanest son of a bitch he's ever met. The most miserable son of a bitch he's ever had the disprivilege of working with. Yeah, which is great. So I think we just leave it there, everyone. John Boehner, previously one of the most hated men in America, has come out on the record Mm -hmm. and said what he thinks about who is soon to be the most hated man in America. The best thing about this whole kerfuffle, if I may call it that, is when Ted Cruz was making his comment about like, okay, so I have to go out there now and talk about the fact that John Boehner said this about me. said that I'm the devil. The devil and uh, Lucifer in the flesh and the most miserable son of a bitch I've ever worked with. And he went out there and said, you know, there's a simple reason John Boehner is saying this about me. Um, And that's the fact that I fight for the American people. And he doesn't want me to do that. Okay, that's the lamest fucking response yep. ever. Meanwhile, his daughter is <laughs> fleeing off stage from him. We already know his family him. won't touch him. They won't touch him. There's something odd about a family that won't touch. He probably has that stone man disease from Game of Thrones. <laughs> He's got the uh, grayscale. Dragon scale. Grayscale. Yeah, grayscale. You know, I've heard that uh, Pantene takes that right off. That's nice. Okay, good. I'll have to remember that next time. I get a bout of grayscale. And if it gets really bad sometimes in the fall or the spring, throw mm-hmm. a little head and shoulders on there. Pyrithicone zinc. Cleans it right up. You got to stay out of Valeria. That's mm-hmm. the key. Just stay out of Valeria. You would never have gotten it. But he had to go. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Ted Cruz is evil incarnate. <laughs> Lucifer in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He's also... Some of the other worst things you can imagine, like the Zodiac Killer. Yep. People have said he's that. People have said he's the uh, lead singer lead for singer Striper. Striper, which is also terrible. Which honestly makes me like Striper a little bit less. It's true. Yeah. 
And I, I didn't like them a lot to begin with. Bible metal, man. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing good there. You don't want Bible metal running the country, you know, and I'm a metal fan. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would be, you know, and there are some okay Striper songs, but not enough to warrant running a country. <laughs> Maybe Secretary of Labor or something like that. That makes sense. Next. Last week, the Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland was shut down when an alleged weasel broke in and ate some electrical components. An alleged weasel? Well, we don't know for sure because it was so electrified, incinerated, and burned to a carbony crisp, we're not entirely certain what small mammal it was. So it seems like it was probably a weasel. Could have been a marmot? Could have been a marmot. Could it have been a baby bear? Mm. Oh, that would have been awful. I hope it wasn't a baby bear. Well, after they fired the Large Hadron Collider, we did have the Berenstain Bears and Berenstain Bears mm-hmm. meet for the first time. When parallel universes collide, everyone. Oh, God. Could it have been a, an old boot with a human heart in it? Oh, yeah. Could have been that. <laughs> now, it's fun. It's a fun story because... The headline, Weasel Shuts Down, Most Expensive, Best, Greatest, Highest Point of Human Creation, mm-hmm. Yet Constructed with Human Minds and Human Brawn. Brent. Yes. As someone who's part of his job is to write headlines for a living now, you need to work on your headline writing. That was not <laughs> a good headline. It wasn't? I would not click no. on that headline. I think he's still working. I think you're still saying the headline, though. So, like, right. wait till he's oh, finished. Okay, I'll wait till yeah. you're done. <laughs> That has ever been made in the history of making makes. There you go. It's very very clickable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's great. This is the height of human achievement, and we were defeated by a weasel. Would you like to know my second favorite time the Large Hadron Collider was shut down? Where's the pop goes the weasel headline? That seems like it writes itself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think this is the part where the audience says... What was the, your favorite last time that the Large Hadron Collider went down? Thank you so much for asking, enthusiastic audience. It was when a bird dropped a piece of baguette onto sensitive electronic materials, which oh raises a number God. of questions. One, how did the burn learn how to bake? Two, why are there sensitive electronic materials that can be accessed by birds? And why was the bird not alleged bird? Mm-hmm. Or baguette, not alleged baguette. If a if a weasel burns up, and you can te- you can tell there's lots of flesh. Right. If a baguette burns up, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So I'm there's a lot of fishy things going on here yeah. with this collider, this alleged collider. Well, that's going to be attack number three, aquatic assault. Oh. When Ted Cruz runs out of the water, <laughs> as Aquaman <and laughs> falls. When Ted- I love you, collider. Ted Cruz just kind of drips onto it. I'm doing it for Jesus. Okay. He's the savior. It is interesting that you've got this large Hadron Collider. Mm -hmm. It's so large and it's so collider. How how does it get shut down by a little a little animal? Mm -hmm. I mean, when things like that can happen, it doesn't sound quite so powerful. Sounds kind of rinky dink, more like the Large Hadron Kaleidoscope. Oh, oh boy. Oh, God. Get your QR code in a <sighs> box of Cracker Jacks to order that. Oh, my God. Noah, what are we going to do? I don't know. Uh, put that in the Ollie and Lena joke book, Brent. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what the new version of that joke book's actually called? The Ollie and Lean In joke book. 
Ollie and lean in joke books. It's for updated for, for feminists. Oh, fuck me. It's so early. I came here and I was like, I'm going to have a fun time. Mega boom. And then Brent is just, he wouldn't stop. He just wouldn't stop. Oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Why did I drink so much last night? I can't. I can't take this right now. I can't. I can't take it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God. I can't tell if I'm going to have a panic attack or shit myself because it's so terrible. Well, that's Mega Boom, everyone. Hope we all had a good time. This is really great. Brent's at the thing. You're at that. And we'll all see you next time. Oh, or not. Oh, 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 oh. Next. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today here on Megaboom. Thank you. Yeah, really enjoyed having you. Noah, what are you up to this week? Where can people find you? Uh, you can probably find me working away at my desk. If anyone wants to come down to the... <laughs> Come down to the world's most expensive food court. I'll be happy to have lunch with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be nice if you got a visitor who's like a Megaboom fan? That would be great. Yeah. Well, what if they wanted to read some of your most recent writing? No. Where do they go? I can find my stuff uh, at my website right now, fwx.com. Great. Lars? At Lars Kenseth on Twitter, I think it's probably the best place. Um, that or the Seven Eleven near the VA on um, west of uh, west oh, yeah. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'll be up there, and and you know if you if I'm not there, you'll probably just get into a fist fight with some mm-hmm. uh, a homeless man or a bird that's really 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 wants that piece of crumb on the ground. Don't nice. get near that crumb. And for those in the Denver area, I'll be bringing uh, one of my shows, Getting Dug with High, to Denver on May 9th. I will not be performing in that show in any way, shape, or form, but I'll be there hanging out. So, Come say hi. If you're around, come see the show. It's going to be good. Should people be high when they come, Brent? They can be, or they can get high there. Um, it is Denver, so I assume a lot of people will just show up mile high. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> God damn it. So awful. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> just... We'll see you all next time here on Mega. <laughs>